I'm the sports sports deer getting a drink at a local stream. I don't like those noises. That's the characters, the sports sports deer. I understand. I just don't like lip smacking. Uh, okay, well, that's what happens when it's a deer okay. when a deer goes to get some water at a hot spring or cold oh, spring. Oh yeah, ouch. Yeah, it would be a cold spring because yeah. a deer would burn his sensitive little tongue. I like to imagine spring. that it's eating little raspberries. Yeah, the sports sports deer <laughs> eats from the raspberry bush of knowledge. <laughs> Perfect. And that's what we did today on the episode that we recorded a couple of days ago, or a yeah. couple of weeks ago, actually, yeah. with Julie Eubank. Julie. We ate the berries from <laughs> the bush of knowledge on being a Fairweather Philadelphia sports fan, yes. which is what Julie is self-proclaimed as, and also the Olympics. Yeah, she's an Olympic head. She's a big Olympic head, yeah. and it was a great conversation, and we had a lot of fun talking to Julie, who, as luck may have it, is our first non-comedian guest. Yes. She is not a professional but comedian, she's but... She's not a professional comedian, but I think we can all agree she's one of the funniest people we've ever met in she, our entire lives. Exactly. She's very funny, and it was a great conversation. But before we get to that, Ashley, is there anything going on in your sports world that... You want to talk about the Giants had a double header against the Dodgers and we were getting beat up pretty bad in the first game. So we had some fun, uh, some fun people pitch. Oh, position Ooh. players pitch. Yes. Like Pablo Sandoval. Yeah. The old triple P. Yes. PPP position yeah. players pitch. The old PPP. So that's been fun. Um, and then the Warriors whooped the Pelicans. And that was something that we, I was a little bit concerned with, slash excited for the series because I wanted to see this. I'm 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 excited for this matchup. So we'll see about game two. Yeah, but the Pelicans look very good against the Blazers. Playoff Rondo is out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony Davis looked dominant, but I didn't watch the game either. But it seemed like the Warriors handled them pretty easily. I think so. so. So I think like Steph can sit this one out. Yeah, we'll see I, how game two goes. Yeah, let him rest up. I yeah. mean, geez, the guy's been working hard for the last couple of years. Give him. I mean, a, don't rush it. Yeah, don't let rush him lay these in, things. Let him lay in bed for a couple more days. Okay, well, which he's is what not. He's he doesn't doing, have I'm a sure. flu. Yeah. Aisha <laughs> <laughs> probably ro- rolled the television set from the living room into yeah. his bedroom, and Steph Curry's just you know sit laying there. He's got a stack of magazines and watching the TV. He has a rolly TV. Yeah, he has a rolly TV. They only have one TV in the house. Yeah, of course. You roll it from room to room. Yeah. Well, it usually stays in the living room as a roll because... No TV. No TV in the bedroom in the unless bedrooms. someone's sick or injured. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So Steph Curry... And Dad always happens to be sick and injured somehow. Yeah, uh, sometime, always around mm. playoff time, he decides <laughs> that he's too sick and injured to get out of bed. So he says, Aisha, bring me the... <laughs> Roll, roll me in the TV. Roll me in the TV in a stack Throw of... Throw some magazines in there. Magazines <laughs> for me. It's playoff time. <laughs> oh, well. What a world. What a world we live in. <laughs> well, but that's sports for you. You never know what's happening behind the scenes. You truly don't. Until you, you do break not. into the Curry's house, <laughs> like I did, and find out <laughs> that Steph Curry's been in bed this whole time. Oh, wow. I didn't realize you broke in. 
Yeah, that's, I don't know. That's I don't what think I do. this is very funny anymore. Well, you're more of a narc than <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm such a narc. Yeah, I like breaking the law, and you're more of a narc. That's, that's why. True. That's why we work. Yeah, that's, that's why, why we, we work. work. And that reminds me of one thing that we forgot to say last time is uh, make sure everyone who's listening to this, please turn to someone that you love. Yes. And say I love you to it's them. It's very important to Express us. Express that to them, whether it's your a partner, a friend, maybe a friend that you never said it to before, or a yeah, pet. Yeah, don't be ashamed. Or a pet. Just or say pet. you love them, because that's what it's all about. And their hairy little pants. Yeah, the pet's hairy pants, unless, God forbid, you have a hairless <laughs> animal in your house. Then they're skin pants. Then it'd be skinny pants. <laughs> like the hipsters are wearing, their skinny jeans. In my sports world, what's going on, uh, my team... The Cincinnati Reds, uh, they're stinking right now. So what I've been thinking about, the other day I bought a couple of different tickets on StubHub.com, mm. and I decided that I think I'm very good at that. I think that's a skill that I have. I'm very good at finding the exact best tickets for every StubHub occasion. I think you are too. Especially baseball games, because yeah. baseball there's all sorts of different quadrants you can sit in and the price of them depends on you know it it takes a it takes a skilled eye yes. i think to, to spot a deal to spot a good deal yeah like if you're out in right field and you're paying 20 bucks that better be in a front row yes or a second or third row yeah i was just going to ask you do you have any tips are you willing to share some tips yeah well my first tip and i don't have many sports skills left at my ripe old age but i, I think, think this is my true. number one sports skill right now is finding the best deal possible on any given game at stubhub.com and so my walk us through you've opened up the site i open up stubhub.com i yes. search for the game that i'm looking for and then especially i'll say baseball because that's like you know i think the most diverse number of quadrants you can sit in like yes. sitting in the outfield is different from sitting behind the plate which is different than sitting down third base right sure. line etc and you need to know the ballpark yes where the cool parts of the ballpark are for instance we live in los angeles we've been to dodger stadium a number of times now i know how cool it is to sit by the bullpen Yes. Because you can just sit and watch the relievers warm up and you still can get a decent shot of the field. And that's for free. So sometimes you can just buy the cheapest ticket possible and then go to the bullpen. Yes. Great for groups. Great for groups. Yes. Otherwise, uh, a good deal that usually can be had in most ballparks is a lower row in the outfield. For instance, okay. we went to Philadelphia a couple years yes. ago. And we got tickets in the front row of right field for very cheap. Like, I'm talking a third of the price of, you know, the third bowl up behind the plate. So my first time I've ever sat in a seat like that, and I realized, whoa, this rules. Yeah, it's great. It was great. So rows are, are a, a lot of times more important than the bowl that you are sitting in. Agreed. Yes. So... That's the main tip. I think that's the takeaway. Other than just like, you know, also you just got to put the time in. You do. You just got to try. You do. Give it over more and than over five again. seconds. Exactly. Don't just go to Don't the go best, cheapest best deal button because StubHub has a best deal button. Yeah. And, you know, that's all bullshit. Robots are picking that. Yeah. I don't know who's Verizon is probably picking that. Who's to a get Verizon them close robot. To the Verizon zone or the Budweiser beer deck or whatever. 
Yeah. Anyway. That's probably true. Let's test that later. All right. Anyways. Anyway, that's what I've been thinking about in my sports world. But that's enough about me and you. Yeah. Let's talk to Julie Eubank. Yes. So I would Julie, love that. Julie's great. We talk about Philly sports, being a Fairweather fan, and how great the Olympics is. It's a jam-packed episode. Julie's great. She's very funny. Has a lot of fun things to say. Let's get to it. Exactly. No, my impressions are terrible. Accent. This is okay. going to be 30 minutes of Philly <laughs> yeah. sports impressions. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. No, they're, my impressions are not very good. Wait, are we but recording? But it's where you're from. We are recording. We're always oh. recording. We're recording right now. So, so there's Julie. this Instagram handle. Okay, great. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, there's an Instagram yeah. handle that we just found, and she just does Philly impressions, of, and it's really fun. Uh, the Philly impression, I think, is one of the funnier impressions, I think, because not... It's not super familiar. It's not like a yeah. Brooklyn accent yeah. or like overdone. Yeah. It's yeah. not like a Southern overdone accent. Yeah. And I read a New York Times article one time about accents. And apparently it's a very difficult accent to master if you. Oh, it's so difficult. Yeah. It's confusing. Yeah, I bet. All I, I always just go back to water every time. Yeah, yeah. That's really the only word. Hoogies. Hoogies and water. Hoogies. I'll have a hoogie and a water ice. Well, Julie. Okay. Welcome. We have Julie Eubank <laughs> here at the Sports Julie, Sports yes. Podcast. Pittsburgh. No, sorry. Uh, Go on. Start that over again. Sorry. Welcome. Yeah. No, there's no starting over. We've oh, already shoot. started. This train's a runaway train. I'm just really into Pennsylvania accents. Yeah. I can't get over them. They're really fun. Um, well, yeah. Ashley, welcome as well. Thank you. Welcome to you, Ben. Thank you. And to this home. Thank you. That we've um, built together. We've built this home together. <laughs> we are an engaged couple. Home. You're my fiance. I'm a fiance. I can't believe I'm saying that. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> Finally, a fiance. <laughs> and we have Julie Eubank. We have Julie, Julie Eubank. Ex-fiance. Form, former fiance. Yeah, former fiance. Former fiance. Current wife. Current wife. Wow. Whoa. I can't wait to make that jump. <laughs> it's a big one. Um, but Julie's here to talk some sports with us. Uh, Julie, what we normally do when people first come to the podcast is we ask them your history and your current state, your current relationship with sports. Uh, what sports you've done, but also what sports you're a fan of. And it's fine to say that you're not a fan and you don't do any sports at all. Yeah, I am aware that sports happen. Oh, that's good. Uh, I did. Yeah, like so many people, I did sports growing up and then you cease doing them. And then you try to figure out how to stay in shape by doing activities that you really yeah. hate. <laughs> uh, but sports used to be really fun. Yeah, it's kind of weird how we, as we get older, we just make the thing that we have to do less fun. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. It's like, yeah, I used to, I uh, was a competitive swimmer for a long time. That was, I guess, my, like, big sport. But I played tennis and lacrosse, uh, and those are such fun team sports. And then you just, as an adult, you just run on a treadmill, and you, like, hope that the cable works on the treadmill. Yeah. So you don't just want to, like, kill yourself. Why is it? What a dumb thing that we do. I don't know. Why aren't there more lacrosse teams? Yeah. I would love to know what it's like to play lacrosse. I never got to play that sport, but oh, it's it seems so like hard. I literally never caught a ball in a game. Yeah. Ever. It seems like it's really hard. You have that little basket thing, right? Or no, yeah. no, it's just a stick. It's like a hockey stick, like a small hockey stick. Yeah, it's the stick with the basket at the yeah, end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, you flip it, you flip it around yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. 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 
That's what the kids who were on the lacrosse team in high school used to do all day long. They, yeah, it's a really when they said hi to sport. each other. Yeah. yeah. Flick their wrists at each other. They would yeah. do, like, signs. Yeah, yeah. they're real douchebags yeah. about it. Yeah, and that is kind Black of the notorious uh, yeah. douchebag sport yeah. is, is lacrosse, right? Yeah. I did go to a private school. Yeah, I went to private school. Well, I went to private school, too. all have lax No, exactly, yeah. So the public school I went to did not have a lacrosse team, and then I went to private school and was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Uh, But... I get, with the first lacrosse stick they gave me was like one of the old wooden ones that had like a yeah woven basket and wood Whoa. that was like bent. It looks like it looks really old. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you really break a leg with those things. Yeah, yeah. Jeez Louise. Uh, but I was terrible at sports growing up, and I got in high school got I think three awards for being the most improved player, nice. which really just means that you like really <laughs> sucked at the beginning. And they appreciate how much you tried yeah, yeah. over the course of the season. <laughs> That's an effort award. And yeah. You know, I've won a few effort awards in my time. <laughs> I definitely have. <laughs> and I, yeah. Star? And I'm, hey, I'm fine with just winning that effort award. Anything, <laughs> anytime I get to take home some hardware, I'm very happy with <laughs> Yeah, that. for sure. Yeah. And I, I put in effort. It was nice. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a lesson for everyone is if you can exercise by playing a fun sport, do it for as long as you can. Yeah. Do not give up on it. Play I, I basketball. There should be more rec leagues for well, yeah, all sports. Yeah. It's always so expensive and it's always such I a know. thing where you got to like, okay, you need Tuesday from 9 p.m. to 1030 yeah, p.m. Like, come on. on the other side of town. Come yeah. on. Yeah. That and sucks. it's not like we live in cities. There just aren't giant lacrosse fields that are just like available for exactly. to play yeah. lacrosse in right. the evenings. Exactly. It just doesn't totally make sense. Great. Well, that's your uh, playing days. Do you have any um, relationship with being a fan of sports? Uh, I so as we talked about at the top, I am from Philadelphia. Well, I'm from South Jersey, which is a suburb of Philadelphia, and the Eagles just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, sure it was really fun. Yes. Uh, and so yeah, I identify as a fair weather Philadelphia sports fan. Oh, okay. Uh, back in I first started watching Philadelphia sports. Well, I guess my family just watched them forever, but when the Sixers were in the NBA championships in like 2001, that makes sense. I got really into it just, but just by myself, I stayed up super late and, uh, and because they played the Lakers. So like some games were late. I don't know if that's how yeah, yeah. games sure. work uh, and just watched the games by myself. But that's when Allen Iverson was playing and yeah. Dikembe Mutombo. Uh, oh, right. Dikembe Mutombo. And Kobe Bryant and Shaq. And so I had a lot of opinions about Shaq. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I thought he just was very fat and just would like charge down the court. <laughs> <laughs> and I got That's not a fat. wrong opinion about Shaq. That was kind of his game for a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, and then Kobe would play and he was really good and I was like, "All right, I see what you're doing." And then Shaq just would like run people <laughs> just down. Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Shaq is just a big body who was able cuz there are people who have big bodies who can't do what Shaq can do. So he's like nimble. Yeah. Um and if you watch Foot, not to get too far into a Shaq wormhole here, but uh, Shaq, if you watch Shaq when he was younger, like in college in his first couple of years in the NBA, like the when dude he wasn't 400 pounds. Yeah, when he was a little <laughs> lighter, he ran like a deer. He had these long, like skinny legs, and he like I mean, I for find a guy it very that got hard to believe, you'd be very he was surprised. A freak. He As was someone a freak. who watched him play, how many games are in a championship? <laughs> I think that I think that one that time was like games, five or six. So. I have the opinion that he just would charge people, yeah, and just run the. Mm-mm. 
<laughs> not a shack. Yeah, fan. as an Orlando Magic star, he was running like a deer up and down yeah. the court and sma- smashing backboards, all that stuff. Anyway, uh, back and to not your not hitting those free throws. Um, not hitting those free throws. No. Yeah, um, that's what I said too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have any like childhood memories of? you know, being a fan of sports and caring outside of that Sixers oh, series. Oh, well, also on the theme of being a Fairweather fan, I would pretend to care a lot about the Eagles as a kid because all of my uncles cared about the Eagles a lot. And so we would watch them on th- on Sundays or th- Thanksgiving and whatever. And I would pretend to know a lot more about it than Aww. I really did and pretended to care a lot because they were so cool. Like all of the yeah. men in my family were super cool. Uh, and Here, Julian, I think they might... You know, they might have been pretending too. That's, <laughs> That's what? always a chance. There's a, you know, there's plenty of people, men and women, who are, you know, Constantly just kind of just, just for like something to talk about. They're just, yeah, they're just like fans because they want something to talk about Do with you other think that's people. That's really possible. Oh yeah, that's a hundred percent possible. No, I mean, I mean I I've faked I it. I've faked being fans of things before. I mean, I I watch a lot of sports, but uh, and I am a, a fan of a lot of things, but I fake that just to have something to talk about You're with kind of people. You're blowing before. my mind right now, like thinking about if, like my Uncle Tim and Uncle Rich are really just faking their Eagles fanhood. That's well, I possible. do want to say something yeah. about Philly. Is that I don't think anyone is just lightweight a lightweight fan. Like well, Julie would like, know better. I mean, Julie, Julie would know would better, know better than But anyone. from the reputation, it, I feel like your uncles and your dad and your brother and whoever else was watching those games probably was really interesting. I'm, I'm just I, I saying. Like I'm just floating like the idea cold out there. Yeah, no, it's an interesting like, and like that burning no one hot. really cares in their heart of hearts that we're all just pretending. But well, I mean, do, yeah. How much, do, like, what does yeah. caring about something mean? Yeah. Uh, you know. We can't all be experts, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, but no, I think Philly's filled with a lot of Fairweather fans because they also, they, sure. you know, have bouts of success and yeah. it also, yeah, as I'm sure you guys have talked about a ton on this, it's like so tied up with regional identity and Philly's Absolutely. such like an underdog kind of town. It's, you know, in between New York and D.C. and no one really cares about it. Uh, and so it's like part of their whole shtick as far as being the underdogs and, and like choking is like a big, big, you know, I guess they did just win the Super Bowl. Uh, but before, th- you know, choking is a whole field is a whole field sure. thing. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it's all tied up with that. And I think everybody uh, in Philly pretends to be a fan at some point or another in their lives <laughs> exactly yeah and i'm sure they're wandering okay. around sometimes they're into it sometimes they're pretending you know it's tough to tell but uh julie so just before um we get too deep into being a fairweather philly sports fan and just philly sports fandom in general um i have five things that people need to know about oh, yeah i'm excited about this about philly sports fandom um in general here we go five things number one the major pro sports teams in Philadelphia include the Eagles in the NFL, the 76ers in the NBA, the Phillies in Major League Baseball, the Flyers in the NHL, the Union in the MLS, oh, yeah. that's soccer, off and then forgotten. off yeah. forgotten, yeah. Uh, and then the Firebirds of the Independent Women's Football League. Off, not, t- never. Yeah. So it's, yeah. <laughs> And then one more you may or may not have heard of is the Philadelphia Fusion, which is an esports team uh, that, that started two years ago in 2016. Is that like video games? Yeah. That's video games, okay. yeah. Thing number two about Philly sports fandom Philadelphia's most famous sports star is the fictional character Rocky Balboa. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Rocky Balboa. 
Wilt Chamberlain yeah. was would be second to me in my uh, in my head for Philly. But oh yeah. I don't know who would be second to you. The most. Yeah, it's hard to say. Maybe yeah. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson. Yeah. I would yeah. think Allen. Yeah. Does I mean it doesn't matter to you me. To I'm not them. from Philadelphia yeah. or anywhere near. But just off Wilt, the top of my head, Wilt I would or say Iverson. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Philly sports fandom number uh, thing number Mike three. Schmidt, maybe. <laughs> Mike Sorry. Schmidt, possibly. Uh, Philadelphia has most recently won a Super Bowl championship this year, a World Series in 2008, and the last NBA championship, the 76ers won, was in 1983. So it's been a while been for a the while. Sixers. Yeah. Got a good the, team, though, now. The Flyers were even farther. If you so, say so. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. There's promise. There is promise. All right. Number four. Philly fans have notoriously, and I think this is where it really we're going to open the real can of worms. With Philly sports fans. Philly oh, fans. Man, I wish everyone could see Julie's face. Philly's She's already ready yes, to handle it. this question. Yes, say it. Philly fans <laughs> have notoriously me. done the following. <laughs> Number one, intentionally threw up on an 11-year-old girl. <laughs> That's true. Also, booed Donovan McNabb, their star quarterback, right after drafting him. Oh, yeah. They famously turned oh, on man, their own players. Oh, man, that was the best. Yeah. And coaches and so, yeah. Also, a Philly fan, this is very recent, punched a police horse. Um, that happened, yeah. uh, I think, at like the NFC Championship or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And to be clear, they like they punched the actual horse. Yeah, not the, the horse, cop. not the cop the that was on the horse. The <laughs> Do you go to jail for that? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Is that a police it's officer? Be. Oh yeah, I think they went to jail. The person that did that. Okay. Yeah, that's good because I don't, I don't condemn um, that. There's a few like more. Yeah, there's a few more things. Uh, and then this is a notorious thing. They threw snowballs at a Santa Claus during a <laughs> Christmas <laughs> halftime I show. You know, that's just smart. That's yeah. just smart. And then it's obviously expensive. they're known for throwing beers and batteries. Oh, batteries, yeah, batteries, number one. Yeah. 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 So they threw a beer at Ryan Howard recently, I think in the last couple of years. Oh, Ryan Howard, the Phillies' first Ryan? baseman. It's, you know, I have to say, it's hard I mean, to it keep gets up old with all the yeah. people yeah, that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're your own players, too. I, I mean, know, it's Donovan McNam, Ryan um, Howard. Most recently, uh, someone ate uh, a cat, uh, horse poop. Oh, oh, yeah. There was a yeah. video of an Eagles fan celebrating by eating horse That's poop. That's the way to celebrate. Climb that Crisco pole and eat a horse poop. Um, oh, what is it called? A, a street apple or something like that? What? There's a name for There's it? There's a name. No. It's a something. street apple? I'm pretty sure. I'm going to look it up right now because phones are allowed. Okay, uh, phones are allowed. They also, I know that this is true in a lot of cities. Like Boston Google burned their own city down after oh, they yeah, won the yes. World Series. Yeah, it's, it's important to note. For, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every town has their set of the sports riot. fans. But, and this leads to uh, the fifth thing here. Um, and Road I just, Apple. Oh, gross. Load Apple? Road. Road Apple is a horse turd that's in the road. In like a main city, a big city. Um, Philadelphia sports fans were voted the worst fans in America by a GQ magazine poll from 2011. That came up when I <laughs> Googled Philadelphia sports fans. Yeah, well, who was the worst in 2012? Um, I don't think they conducted the, the poll anymore. They yeah, they just stopped conducting <laughs> right, the poll. Right. Um, but yeah, I think the first thing I would like to talk about, Julie, with you as a Fairweather, a self-described Fairweather Philly sports fan, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. is do you think that Philly sports fans are as bad as they are thought to be? Or is it just a like somehow they've been picked on? I have no idea. It's really hard to say. 
but it's really fun how mean they are and the reputation that they have mostly because the city of philadelphia like also has that reputation just as a city a little bit i mean yeah maybe people don't care because it's a city that mostly people don't care about uh but i think people kind of self-identify as a little saucy and mean and like don't take shit and have been through some shit or whatever uh and so yeah it's fun it's kind of like it's all it's our whole persona that's great whipping batteries yes yeah i agree i mean i think it's great to own it yeah for sure uh yeah, I mean, I barfing on the 11 year old girl. Uh, that was the one I that mean, I remember. That's not <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Come on, that's hilarious, though. <laughs> oh. No. It is really funny. Oh, I also was going to ask barfing. you guys do all stadiums have jails in them? No. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 they do. So, they I don't do. know about all stadiums, but that, yeah, I don't think that's ever. But I think a lot of them do. Holding a lot cells. of them have sold holding cells. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. growing up, Veterans Stadium had a, not just a jail, but also a court. Uh, so okay, could, that's like, an, yeah, that's crazy. You could get uh, arrested for I don't know disorderly conduct or whatever uh, in that stadium, and then you could go sent, get sent to jail, and then you could be sentenced and pay your fine, and then get back uh, back before you know the seventh inning stretch. Oh man, that's crazy! No. Uh, that's genius. I've never yeah, heard that you could just idea? like yeah. pay your fine and then go back into the stadium to watch the game. You're not even kicked out of the stadium. I yeah, mean, that's, that's that's what was what I heard growing up. Again, I'm a Fairweather really fan, yeah. so I don't know the most. <laughs> I mean, I believe that happened then. Now you just get banned. But yeah, that's yeah, true. It, I guess you this know, was like maybe in the 80s and 90s. I, I, I truly hope in the 80s and 90s that they're like, all right, there's a judge all dressed up, hits yeah. the gravel. It's kind of a do, night court do, situation. Exactly. Um, all right, give us a thousand bucks and just get back in but there. But I, w- Stop I would totally watch a TV show about the judge that's in oh the basement of Veterans Stadium. Yeah. Has there never been a show about that? That's a great. Yeah. Jail. Uh, stadium judge. Yeah. <laughs> stadium jail. I think that could um, be a good show. <laughs> now like I'm going to be thinking about the title. Through the, the batteries. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, the famous batteries. Courtroom drama. Yeah. In the bottom of Veterans Stadium. But they all have um, batteries. So but that's great. Yeah, I think that I think is the uh, owning that persona is what most Philadelphia people that I know uh, do, and I think that's a very v- good thing to do. Like yeah. own it. Yeah, it's a city pass. I went to quite a few Phillies games growing up, and I would boo along with the rest of the stadium of when our own player came out. Who you know, whoever we hated at that given moment for whatever you know <laughs> sin that they had committed that i couldn't really keep track of uh but and it's super fun to boo your own players who like what a weird thing to do yeah yeah i mean in other cities do it too i i know very very well there are a lot of cynical cincinnati i'm from cincinnati and uh there there's See? a lot of cynical fans go. that will boo um they just don't we don't have the reputation battery throwing yeah yeah i do appreciate the fact that you guys are fair about your booing and that it could be any one person on any given day there you go no one is safe yes no one and that's how you have to live your life if you're playing a sport in philly you're never safe coaches coaches Players, yeah, umpires, scary. Eleven-year-old daughters, eleven-year-old yeah. girls, the, game. the ball boys, yeah, yeah eleven-year-old girls yeah. who are just trying to walk with their dad, just trying to like just get out of the way. Uh, yeah, 
But I have thought about it quite a bit more since. So we've moved from New York to LA in November, and at my at where I work, at nearly everybody's from Southern California originally, and they all think I'm very mean and confusing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's mo- mostly. What did they s- tell you that you? They think that you're mean. Yeah, kinda. Like they, I it's just an incredibly like rude thing to say to a coworker. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're not wrong, uh, but I just will like say things that I think in meetings, and I don't know. I'm like making generalizations about people from Southern California, I guess, but they're all so nice. Yeah. They're all so Too nice. very nice. Too nice. chill. And so I will s- just say an opinion that I have, and they all think it's so funny uh, that someone <laughs> will just say an honest opinion. They find it very confusing. And so, yeah, especially since being in California, I like – feel that I need to even lean in more into the into the East Coast Philadelphia meanness. My theory on Philadelphia and why they have that reputation is that they are they're East Coast. You guys are like East Coast and you're like the New Yorks and the Bostons who are like openly brash and and uh, rude or whatever, but you're a little bit smaller and yeah. you're a little far away yeah. from there. So you kind of almost have to be more brash and yeah, uh, the middle child. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whereas yeah. once you get advantage. over to, let's say, like Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Cincinnati, mm-hmm. you're entering the Midwest where like, oh, no, we're nice and we're polite to a fault and yep. all. And we bury our <laughs> thoughts and feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Until what we Sunday. do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like Philadelphia has chosen to go to the other side and be like more brash yeah. and crazy about that. Yeah. But that's what's so fun about sports, too, is that all of these like team personalities just take on the personalities of their cities and whether or not they're even real. I mean, maybe Philadelphia sports fans are not, but it's just Phil- people in Philadelphia are assholes. <laughs> Uh, but and th- that's just that's fun too. Oh yeah, that is definitely uh, the, one of the coolest things about sports is like you can really let your personality hang out because sports are great because they're a thing that you can care a lot about without them meaning the yeah. result really doesn't affect your life at all only in in your head. Um, it, there's no real results. Just uh, for like two days. For, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try to limit mine to a couple of hours, but <laughs> sometimes it, it bleeds it. past there. Yeah, but like that, and then you can really let your full personality out uh, because I know that uh, Ashley's always told me my Cincinnati accent comes out when I'm watching Bearcats basketball game. Oh my what gosh, what is the Cincinnati accent? And, which I never like? even knew was a thing, yeah. but I really do kind of let myself go when I yeah, <laughs> when I'm watching it at alone a in my apartment. Beers, you're yeah. listening to the local announcer. Exactly, yeah. you're in it. Uh, there's a travel, so you shout, "That's a travel!" <laughs> Things like that happen. <laughs> that travel. That's, that's a that hard a Ohio accent. Yeah, comes out. Yeah, and, and Ashley would is what. Ben's mom calls me. <laughs> Things like that. A yeah. Ashley. A yeah, Ashley. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what's great. And I think Philadelphia is a perfect example of that is they're uh, kind of, they need to be more brash and they let it all out in sports. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whereas. I'm yeah. also from South Jersey. So uh, the South North Jersey is a whole thing too. Uh, North Jersey fans are all New York fans. Yeah. And so like fuck the Yankees and every yeah. like shore town that you go to, some of them are split between different sports teams. Uh, and uh, and uh, it's yeah, I guess it's just kind of the theme of the underdog. But yeah, yeah like fuck New York, fuck the Yankees. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I go to Ocean City because it's more of a Phillies. Uh, <laughs> Phillies beach town than LBI <laughs> is, you know, those rich New Yorkers are coming down and playing their 
uh, playing radio on the beach like a bunch of trashy shoobies. It's gross. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trashy shoobies? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, shoobie? <laughs> Those are, yeah, trashy people who go to the shore and don't know how to go to the shore. Shoobies. Oh, oh yeah. okay. How do you go to oh, the shore? Oh, shore newbies. Yeah. Shore newbies. I've never been to the Jersey Shore, so I'm... Uh, how do you go to the shore and how do you go to the shore incorrectly? Uh, so my husband knows he's from California where they just go to the beach. They like go surfing and like they do activities down the beach. Uh, but in New Jersey, you go to the beach and you pack up in the morning uh, and you bring a, bunch, a cooler of beers and your umbrella and your sunscreen and you sit there for like eight hours. <laughs> that's a dream. And that's kind of the whole thing. Yeah, you you just don't get out and like, you know, explore. Uh, no, no, no. So a shooby would surfing. do things. Uh, I mean, people and use cause a ruckus. Yeah, or people use the term "shuby" just to describe anyone that doesn't know what they're doing going down to the beach. I love that. Uh, yeah, it's it's derogative mostly towards people <laughs> who are from New York. Toward noobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're noobs. Yeah, yeah. I, I there's like a wealth, every, a wealth yeah. thing too. It's like oh, they're driving their fancy cars down here. Get out of here. They're wearing their Yankees jerseys. Yeah, and exactly. Their, uh, yeah, they have Jeter all the money. Come yeah. on. Uh, Also, when I moved, uh, yeah, I guess this is all just like uh, relating to me moving places and then adjusting to living in places. When I moved from (laughs) Philly to New York, the Phillies played the Yankees in the World Series in 2009. Yeah. And they lost. Yes. And this is also when the song New York by Alicia Keys came out. Oh, boy. And so everybody was playing that song. playing it nonstop. Yeah. And I thought it was like a metaphor for my life at that point. In the same way that you, you probably think that like, Wearing that hat matters to the people on the field. You know, this was like this game outcome was exactly for me. Uh, yeah. That, that New York was beating Philly and I like had to move on. And like, no, New York is the dominant force wow. in your life now. No. In the year before, if you remember, the Phillies yes. won. And I lived in Philly. And at the you time. lived. It, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. What a great sports metaphor story. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was really just a coincidence. Co- no, no, no. Let's yeah. believe in this, Julie. It's Come a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, we project all of the meaning onto sports. Yes, yes. Fine, I exactly. Absolutely. You caused That's these great. World yeah. So, wins. what a beautiful story that the, you, you get live, to celebrate yeah. in in Philadelphia, and then you move on, and then you're not happy about it. Yeah. No. The ticker <gasps> tape parade to like went by my office, and I just was like, "Fuck you, go Phillies." <laughs> that sucks. I mean, you did move to L.A. and the Dodgers were in the World Series. I know. And they almost Whoa. played the Yankees. There was a moment yes. when like the, the I forget who the Yankees played to played against because I do not pay that much attention to sports. That's true. But were, you guys moved, I was like, oh, my God. You moved here before the World Series or when the World Series? Was uh, we moved no, here in November. Shortly so it was right after. Oh, shortly yeah. after. We were gearing up. And but if you moved here before, stuff. they probably would have won. I know. Yeah. Everyone in L.A. I'm so happy you moved in November. There, I almost I had even thought about this and was like, I'm not going to tell Ashley. Oh, my God. That, yeah. that who's going to win because I'm moving to L.A. Yeah. yeah. Win. Ashley yeah. hates the Dodgers. I hate the Dodgers. Yeah. No. Oh, man. I'm so grateful. Wait, they better not win this year. I mean, the good they news won't. is I'll none do of my this witchcraft. is real. None of this actually has any bearing <laughs> on Let me believe in it, Julie. Let me believe mm. in it. Well, okay. So let me ask you this <laughs> as a, uh, we'll get, we'll move a little bit further away from the culture and then just to the fact that you're a bandwagon fan. Oh, yes. Right. Um, yeah. So when you were watching the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship uh, this year, which we actually had the pleasure of watching with you. Yes. What does it feel like? Because me, I'm uh, someone who watches all the games like a nerd and I care about all of it all the time. What does it feel like when 
your team is, uh, you know, down by points and about to, uh, you know, and losing, <laughs> are you nervous or, or not at oh, all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what's so fun about sports is because the stakes are kind of so low for you personally. You can, like, check in exactly with as much as you want yeah. and kind of be exactly as invested as you want at that given moment. So yeah, watching the Super Bowl was so fun and I like might as well have been the biggest fan in the world except I didn't know any of the players names or like most of the calls I didn't really understand. But um, when but when they were like when when they were losing, oh were they losing? Yeah, they were losing at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. Um and were you like, oh, no, I'm very nervous right now? Well, so the narrative of Philly is that the sports team chokes. And so right, I was yeah. like, so obviously, obviously, this is it. this is what's going to happen. Of course, they're going to blow this. Yeah. That's so you exactly. were ready. You oh, were yeah. Ready that's to. what everyone expected. Uh, but I we watched the game or part of the game where Wentz blew out his uh, ACL or knee or whatever. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, but that was kind of just an accident accident we went to someone's house and they had the game on and i was oh like no. oh i think that the quarterback just like died yeah uh yeah. but that was just an accident uh and then yeah everyone was was very mad at him in philadelphia uh mad at him for, <laughs> for getting hurt <laughs> for getting hurt well he shouldn't be playing with a running game like that i mean running quarterbacks are just gonna get the, i'm just like re no i understand yeah. that's what we're all doing what your uncles are doing it too sad. they heard it from someone that's else that's true that's true uh, oh man being a fairweather fan <laughs> sounds great it's really <laughs> fun it's really fun i got really into the phillies in 2008 too because also because i live there as i mentioned yeah. and that was so fun uh yeah yeah i sit during I really games recommend it i sit during games so knotted up and so tense yeah <laughs> and more often than not it's terrible and, it and i can't <laughs> i can't even enjoy it because i'm so nervous well, all that, the time I mean, honestly, but i think i'm nervous too but that's the fun part yeah like yeah. really i think the worst part is all of the hundreds of hours that you have to invest to get to that <laughs> yeah that's yeah you that's probably true too pop on yeah. in as soon as they're in the championship you'll be just as nervous i promise <laughs> I don't know. I I'm <laughs> yeah. I get so nervous to the point where it's like I'm not sure if I'm enjoying this anymore. But I oh, think I am convinced I don't enjoy this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I just convince time. myself that it's therapeutic in some way that I'm getting something out of my system that otherwise would be an un yeah. like getting it out of my system in some sort of unhealthy way. Uh, I definitely do tell myself that uh, I I have to do this every literally every single time. Uh, there's a stressful game going on. And this is not even about my team. This is about a team, even if a team I hate is playing a game and I really, really want them to lose, I have to tell myself, the bad is what makes the good good. So if they win a team I hate, you have to be happy with that because when they lose, it's going to be gonna beautiful be and better. vice versa. Yeah. That's very true. But in the moment, I'm dying inside. So I don't, I, it's, it's yeah. difficult. Well, Why do I do it? I don't know. Think of all of the, yeah, the, the many, many hours that you watch games that hours. just don't matter. So many, I mean, I guess with football, it's different because the season's so short. Yeah. But baseball, Jesus Christ. It's a there's lot. There's so many games and they're all, most of them have no bearing on the ultimate outcome at the at the very end. Yeah, but they're, they're so fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of. They're so a, fun. There's a lot of nuances. There's glory there's, and, uh, sadness in every pitch i love the movie moneyball as much as the next guy (laughs) (laughs) but what what else would you do with your time if you uh if you weren't watching baseball from april 
to the April, beautiful basically. thing about baseball is that it could just be on and yeah, you were just it's, it's just on that's in the true. background you're baseball listening to it on. you yeah exactly you don't have to like dedicate a whole three hours to it necessarily yeah. until it's a very meaningful game uh till things are getting serious but for the most part especially the first half of the season it's like this is lovely. Yeah. Baseball's on. I know what time of year it is. See, I was I'm very just happy. Say, I have those like fabulous, those lovely associations between yeah. baseball and then spring, exactly. And summer and barbecue. Yes. Exactly. Of it's LA doesn't on. have seasons, so like it's all it's meaningless. It's always in this right. We're living in, in this hot hellscape. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Three hundred sixty-five days a year. Terrible. Just kidding. No, it's fine. But yeah, there is <laughs> there is a. It, it just lets you know what time of year it is. I, I mean, I, I just have this memory of uh, a baseball game, a night game on. The screen door is the only thing closed in the house. Like, all the actual doors are open and eating a ton of watermelon. And that's, like, the most beautiful memory I have. And that's, like, it just it happens every single year, multiple times a year. And when it does happen, it's so exciting. And that's just, like, yeah. It's very it, nice. It's just, it's nice and nostalgic and beautiful. Yeah, and beautiful. yeah. There are also, yeah, so you mentioned Rocky. There are so many, like, Philadelphia sports. So many, like, I guess more than most cities, probably, right? Philadelphia sports, like, movies and references. I Like, Ra- Rocky. Rocky. Uh, Silver Linings Playbook was also the one that I was oh, thinking about. Oh, that's right, that yeah. Dumb. Invincibles. Yeah, Invincible. Yeah, um, Invincible. Invincibles is a... Uh, Cartoon, Disney cartoon, oh, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, the movie Invincible. with Mark Wahlberg about the oh, guy that walks. Yes. On that's called to Invincible. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. about to say the Mark Wahlberg movie where yeah. he's a kicker. Um, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and then there was uh, the fan. I think it's called the fan. The Patton Oswalt movie where is that Philly? Yeah, he's a Philly fan. And then there's the Giants fan who's Michael Rappaport. I think uh, it's it's an interesting like kind of indie movie. Oh um, yeah. Then there's good. also it's always sunny in Philadelphia where where there are a couple yeah sports yeah. things sprinkled in yeah and amazing incredible sports things yeah Philadelphia is like the next the, sports stuff is always done about New York all yeah. the time or yeah. Boston too. Or, and Everyone Boston, Boston. Yeah. so yeah. many goddamn yeah. movies about Boston yeah exactly yeah and then Philly's like the the kind of when they want to make a lower budget movie, <laughs> a slightly lower budget movie, they go to Philadelphia. And then even either lower, but they just go over to Cleveland and then they make it. What's a Cleveland movie? Uh, uh, Major League, I guess. That's what yeah, I was saying. Yeah, they, they okay. have one. They have one. The two, Major League two. Oh, okay. Well, that's the yeah. same. That's the same. I count it as one. <laughs> yeah, just being a, a, a Fairweather fan sounds nice and it's yeah, great. Yeah, I really recommend it. You yeah. guys should try it. Yeah, and I, I don't think I'm just wired uh, to where I cannot. I, yeah, I, cannot. I, I definitely can't do I can't. it. I think I. Uh, I want I'm, to all the time. I've decided at this point, um, and I've said this before, but uh, there was a time when I kind of like was more artist than sports. Like I had to draw a line and wanted to be an artist, so I thought that meant I have to get rid of sports fandom altogether. But then finally, I think it was about when I turned in or somewhere in my late twenties, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to be a sports fan the rest of my life. I might as well just dedicate it. Just do it. Just do, do it. Do the dang thing. D- dive in. Yeah. Um, Get serious. Fine. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Tortured cross to bear. Yeah. yeah. But one thing that is uh, ju- uh, a fair weather 
thing to be a fan of that we can all be a fan of Fairweatherly is the Olympics. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And Julia, I know you like the Olympics a oh, lot. Oh, man. Too. I love the, the Olympics. The ultimate Fairweather it fan. It really yes. is. And Truly. I think that's why I love it the most. Every four years, you can suddenly care about sports that no one has been paying attention to for the last four years. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's awesome. Swimming. Uh, suddenly everyone cares about that's like prime time yeah, television you're watching yes. every four, four hours years. of swimming uh, every night for every four night. nights in I a know. row and are pumped yeah yeah. Pumped. yeah same with track and field yeah I know you had Matt Kleinman on talking about yeah. pole vaulting that's yes. another one that Absolutely. no one gets a shit about yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly well I see now I do have the perspective of I was a big I ran track in college um, and I was a big track fan and I would follow it year round mm. So I actually got like kind of uh, uh, haughty about being a track fan with uh, with these Fairweather Olympics fans. Well, so when, <laughs> back when I was a uh, hardcore oh, track whoa, and field whoa, whoa. person in college, um, although at the same time I would be Fairweather fan about wor- the World Cup and uh, you know sure. swimming mm-hmm. and all the other Another stuff. Fun. Yeah, soccer is a great. Uh, yeah. Yes, Fair but um, it's it's fun to like watch the Olympics. But even in track and field, like the Olympics are still just like so much more important than everything else that happens in track yeah, and so field. Do so. people do they care more about the Olympics than World Championships? Um, like a really hardcore track fan will say that the World Championships are actually harder to win. Oh, uh, oh. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's really that. just stu- that's just you know uh, you know nerd. But what about talk. the athletes? Like, do they want to? Yeah, win everyone wants to win the Olympic medal, medal more than a World Championship. Absolutely, okay. yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, all pretense aside, uh, it, in their heart of hearts, um, yeah. I mean, wants it's the Olympic goddamn Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You can't get more victorious. Than an Olympic gold medal. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, it's the best. That's the yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pinnacle. Yeah. Right. Here are some of the reasons why I love the Olympics. Name Number them. one, the opening ceremony. Yes. What is that country? Okay, I mean that's just ignorant, I guess. But like there is all. Like, it's so amazing. <laughs> uh, the countries that you the just traditional dress. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and the traditional. It's just so lovely. It's so beautiful. And I know it's corny, but all of the countries coming together. The whole like thing with it's North beautiful. Korea this past yeah. Olympics was crazy. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. And and it's I think it's important. And people like I feel like every every two years it it bubbles back up again that there's this debate that like well we shouldn't allow a country in because they're doing this or that and i was like man if we start doing that then all of a sudden yeah all of a sudden we are going to be in dire straits because we have uh completely shunned this country or region or whatever the olympics has to be the one thing where it's just like okay all bets are off everyone chill everyone's coming in yeah everyone's chilling and doing it uh that it's so important that ha- that has to happen there's no other thing in the world that's like that yeah yeah True. and the athletes themselves are so innocent is always kind of a, a thing that comes up like there are these countries doing maybe doing evil things but like oh we don't want to take away that biathlete's one chance to ski and shoot guns yeah, yeah. Exactly. he didn't do anything exactly. just because he lives in a you know terrible regime that yeah. like, suppresses human rights exactly yeah and then you find out then through that you realize oh yeah most of the citizens are like that yeah they're not sitting they're not the rulers no one, who yeah, are exactly. like doing these things it's like it reminds you that oh yeah a, a bad country with quotes around it um could is just full of you know innocent citizens trying to do their daily thing and do it to the best of their ability exactly so the olympics are beautiful yes I know. yeah 
So, okay, number one was the, the opening ceremony. Yes. Reason number two, uh, it, because it's every four years, and yet there are all of these obscure sports that no one cares about, I feel like it's the one chance that some of these athletes get to make money. Like, they're on the covers of Wheaties boxes. Like, exactly. I feel like this is... Get that sponsorship They money. just have to, like, fill their bank account at this point in time because then they have to go back to just, like, running little local meets and no one caring about them for the next four years. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's so yeah. great. Like, they're doing such amazing things. Look at what they're doing with their bodies. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. They should make so much money once every four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it is like, no. yeah, that's where it comes down to is like, that's where they make their hay. I mean, depending yeah. on the sport, obviously, but uh, like with track, you can make a living as a track athlete. But like if you do something in the Olympics, then you're getting paid. Yeah. Um, I think and, was it the and that could like take care of your family for many years to come. Was were, uh, and they deserve it and exactly because they they've been working hard. Who were the ones that were doing the trust falls? Do you remember that? No. Were, was it the luge guys? The American, uh, there were Americans, and I think it was the luge team. Was this in the Pyeongchang Olympics? Pyeongchang, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, and then someone was doing trust falls on everyone. Um, anyways. They were doing an interview uh, with not Bob Costas, <laughs> who was it was a woman uh, who was doing it. What's her name? I forget. Uh, put it in post. Put it in post. It's yeah. Uh, and she asked him about like his Instagram following and how like how this is affecting him and whatever and how fun this is to do these trust falls and whatever. And he was like, you know, I only got a few days left before people start unfollowing me. Yes. And it's like it's true it's so right true. now. He's so popular and everyone's really excited about him. He's probably going to get a deal or two. But then after that, it just happens in an instant. Yeah. Like all this stuff happens in an instant for them. A life like working for three and a half years for so so like so hard and then going to the olympics making it being in this moment getting super popular and then lights out immediately yeah. it's crazy and they are kind of little micro celebrities in their yes. worlds oh, so absolutely. they yes. like they absolutely. go to you know a meet or a competition or something and everyone and there knows yeah. who they are mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah. But then all of a sudden it just blows up into the whole world or the whole country. Yeah. Now, and, and it's it's so crazy. Cool. It's so cool. Yeah. Reason number three. I love seeing the variations on the human body. It's so crazy <laughs> to yes. see like and it's it's true across sports. Like you see all of the swimmers are friggin tall as hell and have huge wide shoulders and tiny tiny hips yeah uh, and kind of steel arms in the best way anyway, yeah gone. yeah they're like human fish yeah and then i love you put that team next to the gymnastics team oh my god they're all you know they're tiny it's just so crazy to see the different ways that the human body can exist yes it's, it uh, is a real collection of freaks it really uh, is it really freaks is. of nature freaks. yeah um and that's how like track is a good example because there are bodies of all degrees yeah um yeah, the sprinters with thighs that are as big that's as me true. Like, right and usain bolt is like very tall right he's tall for he a sprinter like he's yeah. tall for a sprinter. sprinter yeah yeah but then you have like you know the tiny like 90 pound distance runners mm. and huge oh, shot like putters yeah. yeah and then also pole vaulters who you know have their own weird body type yeah (laughs) pole vaulters the hottest of (laughs) the track stars yeah julie's husband classic pole vaulter if i can be honest i'm more into long distance hey thanks honey (laughs) they make good fiancés (laughs) (laughs) um i'm a fiance and i'm a distance runner um But yeah, that's a great point. I love see like people. Obviously, there's all sorts of things uh, 
wrapped up in talking about other people's bodies. Oh, of course. Yeah. But the Olympics are a time where you can just be like, God, look at all these weird bodies. Yeah, I and know. everyone's fine with it because they're doing their thing and they're the best at what they're doing. Yes. There's another like great thing about the opening ceremonies is that when a like a major company or company <laughs> country, maybe same no. Well, uh, all the same. I <laughs> got these days, uh, United when a States major country like um, like the United States walks in, you could see the groups of people because they hang out with you, hang out mm-hmm. with your own team. So you do see like swimmers, big people, uh, and then the gymnasts. Yeah. The little like tiny hollow like circle in that group. Yeah. All of a sudden it's yeah. like, oh, and there's the gymnasts. The and I love that so much. The uh, weightlifters yeah. are like uh, on the tail end. The usually. judo players? Judo, yeah. judo <laughs> fighters? <laughs> Judo, judo, judos, judos, the judos, yeah, the and they're judos. all at the top of their game. Like this is yeah. like exactly judoist, right, yes. right, and their yes. bodies are prime. The platonic they version have. of a judo player, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, judo players. It's so cool, uh, and yeah, and then just to see what humans can do, like when you really put your mind to it, yeah. you can. It really is just so crazy. If you have a freak body and yeah, you work you really hard, body. this is where you can be. And you're obsessed with this thing. Yeah. yeah. But then that could break you because you work so hard for this one thing. You psych yourself out. You oh, get to see true. that the as well. The whole psychological aspect of the Olympics it's is everything. nuts. Like, I can't even imagine having to work for four years for one thing and then just, like, toeing the line. Yeah. And then oh, being man. like, okay, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> and depending on the sport, that's your only shot. Did you guys right? follow that's the Pyong? Chang Olympics and Nathan Chen and like that whole side. God, that oh, was yeah. heartbreaking. The figure skater? He basically fell on every little spin that he Man, did. Man, that was such a bummer. Yeah. Reason number four that I love the Olympics. Keep the fact coming. that it's every four years, I have such fond memories of each Olympics and like where I was when I watched each exactly. one at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a sad, it will become a very like melancholy slash sad, uh, you know, assortment of like, baseball cards uh, once i die you know like i watched right. the beijing Oli- olympics <laughs> in my my boyfriend's apartment in new york city that was his apartment was horrible uh <laughs> we watched the 2012 olympics uh in my parents house which had just been flooded by hurricane sandy whoa uh, and we oh, had wow, just like yeah. raw plywood floors with uh with rugs on top of it yeah uh yeah, it just is so cool. Yeah. I love the it Olympics. marks time. Yeah. It marks time <laughs> it throughout really our does. lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and time goes by too fast. And I then know. You're like shit, it's been four Olympics since we got married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's not true, but like yeah. no, you but yeah, like yeah, yeah. It will way. happen. Exactly. At some point, it will be <laughs> four Olympics since you've been married, and, and it's crazy. It's gonna be sad. Yeah. But it'll be beautiful too because yeah, you've true. been able to Absolutely. watch all those weird bodies do crazy things. That's true. Did uh, you have another uh, point? Because I have a quick question for you. Oh, yeah. Um, do you have a, a favorite and a least favorite Olympic event? <laughs> uh, winter or summer, I guess. Uh, both. Both. Uh, do you? Do, I mean, do you have a preference? But before we get into oh, that. summer, obviously. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 I yeah. If you're some sort of weirdo, you Only might. Only like a skier. Like a figure skater yeah. or something. Figure skater. Yeah. Like, no. so yeah, you have to be I mostly like watching the Winter Olympics because it gets me pumped. Like it gets the me summer through the next yeah. two years, you know, to get it's a bridge yeah, to summer it's true, it's true, it's true. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so let's do them separately in the winter. Uh, 
I really loved watching curling this this year. Curling was big for America. Curling? Yeah, and we did. Uh, what, did we win the gold medal or silver? Yeah, we medaled in, in men's. The men's. Men's. Won. I think they won the gold. And Canada didn't. Canada had a yeah. historically bad for like the first time in yeah. years. Yeah. 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 They had a rough uh, go at. But it. that one's really fun because it has such. Oh, okay. Reason number five that I love the Olympics. When you're jumping into these sports that you haven't watched in four years, there's so much like sports specific context that you just have to like pretend to know. Yeah. Kind of like you said, everyone's a fair weather sport and man curling more than any of them. Like you could, it sounds like they're speaking another language, kind of just the amount of jargon that they throw around. Sure. Yeah, It's like watching yeah. cricket. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's very, oh, man. yeah. They're putting the, po- the pony up in the house. You got to cl- get it close to the needle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's oh, exactly. Yeah. Everyone scream now. Yeah, it's right. Why yeah. is it? Oh, oh my but God. But once you master that jargon, even if you've just so been watching fun. it over the course of an afternoon, it's it kind of fun to just great. drop, like, yeah. I just yeah. dropped a peacock in the three hole. Yeah, uh, exactly. And it's showing. Man, nice I did. I, I was like, every morning I was turning on the Olympics and I was hitting, uh, I was hitting luge every, oh, almost every luge single morning. Luge is good. It's very scary. Yeah. Uh, also, was hitting skeleton, which is a whole nother thing that we could talk about yeah. maybe another time because that is truly terrifying. But um, which we all know and we all like revisit every single time we watch it every four years. But the luge, the announcers had to explain everything that was happening mm. every single time. And I'm like, that is not fun for an announcer that has been following the sport and actually knows That's the sport true. very well. That's true. And uh, and a commentator that has to say. The same thing over and over every single morning and almost every other run. He had to explain what this turn is, what they do here, this and that. And I'm yeah. like, oh, God, that's so exhausting for you. <laughs> but I think he probably might maybe just love I mean, sharing I think the sport that he you're loves. You're still with, at the Olympics the and you're teaching. Exactly. Yeah. And sure I like the great. ones where they slide downhill because they can tell you exactly how many miles per hour they're going. Yes. And you can kind of relate to that. Yes. Skiing, you're just like, oh, boy. they're g-. So I think skiing might be my like all of the skiings. Uh, might be my least favorite. Yeah, oh, okay. just like I don't, I don't know. But I like, like the I flips when they jump fast. big and they do the flips and land. That's true. That's something we can understand as a difficult thing. Yeah, yeah I get what you're that's saying. That's true. Though. Yeah. My problem with most of the Winter Olympics are they are almost all uh, time trials or mm. judge based. Yeah. There's not like racing or head to head in as many of them. That's um, true. Which I'm a I'm a bigger fan of the head to head ones. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, that's true. Ice skating yes. is like the big primetime event, and it's true. It's so subjective. Every year, it's like, yeah. oh, I'm not a big yeah. fan of the judge-based ones. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And oh, that one's so France weird. France stick up their butts, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's always like that, or like their ice. It's And then it's stuff that you just can't see either, because it's, yeah, and when it's track, like, okay, that person finished before the other yeah. person. Yeah. And you can watch <laughs> the I race. Yeah, you can yeah. watch the race unfold, and it's, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, swimming. Yeah. Uh, it's, and the, it's like they get minus points if the s- the blades are on the ice wrong. Like, there are so many weird And that's something things. we would never be yeah, able to see. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, Winter Olympics curling is best. Skiing yeah. is worst. Skiing is worst. Summer yeah. Olympics is. Uh, I like all of them. And then yes. maybe, like, uh, badminton is my least favorite. <laughs> Only because it's not on. Oh. If it was on, we probably would like it. <laughs> that might be true. That might be true. Uh, but yeah, all the Summer Olympics are so fun. I know. Even rhythmic gymnastics, which you I look to forward f- to every year. have to year. choose a favorite. It's a ribbon dancing. Uh, well, so I was a competitive swimmer, so I really sure. like watching swimming. swimming. Uh, 
because it's fun and I relate to it the most and uh, it's cool that it's in prime time. Uh, but yeah, track is so fun. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I yeah. agree with you on the judge based things. I'm like, I like watching gymnastics, but that's not totally my favorite. Uh, I love watching like ping pong. Like that's so weird. Oh yeah. Uh, I like ones like basketball where they take all of the American professional players and then <laughs> yeah, just like stomp. Just a very cool fucking. thing about just the Olympics is the all star all star teams <laughs> that yeah. you get to watch. Yeah, so that's fun. Yeah, it's great. Maybe swimming. Swimming. Longer races or shorter races? Uh, the shorter ones are, are more fun, of yeah. course. Yeah, I love yeah, the yeah. short ones. The sprints. Yes. You see the water Scary. the water waves that get really big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to Tokyo mm-hmm. in 2020. Oh, man. man. I can't wait. And then Los Angeles in 2028. I know. Can you believe it? It's are we gonna 10 years away. We're going to Airbnb our places, right? Oh, uh, I'm going to go. Make money? Yeah. Oh, I'm we're going, going, and then we're gonna 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 going to Airbnb our places. Yeah. I'm going to be rich by then, so... <laughs> Just a matter of time. Um, I'm really anything honest. else to say about the Olympics, Julia? Uh, go USA. I yeah, guess. as always, Forever. let's go, go USA. Um, if you have a little bit more time, we'd like to play a quick game. Please. This game is called Root It or Boo It. <laughs> what we're going to do here, the rules of Root It or Boo It <laughs> are simple. Actually, I will say a sports thing, and you need to root it, meaning you like it, or boo it, meaning you don't like it. Okay. And want it to stop. Great. Throw it in the trash. Throw a battery. Throw it at in it. the trash. Throw a battery at it. Yeah, absolutely. You can talk and ask questions and qualify, but at the end, you have to just say, "Root it or choose. boo it." Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do this. I'll do the first one. Five Ks. Running five Ks. Boo it. Boo it. Simple. It makes I I haven't done one and I feel bad about that. Same. So That's the reason it. why. I Fair enough. I mean, I guess that means we should do one. Well, you don't Boo. have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly no one makes people do 5Ks. So. Oh, I forgot to tell you that if you boo it, then you have to do it later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, that's so, sorry, the so, stipulation. So, so you. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you that's boo it, you do it. Exactly. All right. This is a good one. Fans face painting. Oh, gosh. I see. As a fair weather fan, I would never do that because yeah. it's just not even worth the investment to like buy the face paint and stuff. Uh, but I respect how hardcore uh, fans can be and kind of letting me bandwagon along with them. It wouldn't be as fun to bandwagon if they weren't wearing face paint. Face paint. It's all rooted. Okay. Rooted. All right. Wow. What about in like a like in Elaine uh, from Seinfeld's Elaine Bennis situation? Oh, when Putty. When Putty is. Full on in a New Jersey Devils. Do you remember that episode? I don't. Yeah. So what if you were date? Like, what if you and uh, does she date someone who sucks and he sucks because he doesn't suck? It's just that all of a sudden she didn't know that he was a face painter. Yeah. Yeah. I look. I don't want to marry a face painter. I'm just glad that they (laughs) exist in the world. That's fair. That's fair. I just can't think of and as someone who is a big sports fan i watch a lot of sports and go to a lot of games i can't imagine ever even considering doing that in my life there's no yeah. there is no there's event nothing that would ever that get i could me to possibly do that. unless i had a child and my child was like 
Mama, I want you to face paint with me. And then yeah. I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. I'm doing whatever. Yes, but if it's child. Than, imagine, that what would the games be like if people weren't painting their faces? I get it, yeah, for yes. the overall. I'm glad that they exist in the world. No, you're right, yeah. you're if right. If everybody was right. just like me, everyone would just be sitting yeah. like, quietly, exactly. pensively. With I don't want that. pin representing team. your team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, next. So that was a boo it or root it, root it root for it. face painting. One Sorry. One. Okay, number three, Gatorade. Uh, probably boo it because I always want to drink it when I'm hungover, but it doesn't ever really make me feel better. But you want to drink it, so you you crave Gatorade when hungover. Yeah, but it doesn't ever help. Yeah, I think. Yeah, who knows. Well, if I that's mean, a good hangover. I've always thought of it as a good hangover cure, and I, I drink it too. Do you feel like it helps you? I think so, yeah. Oh, really? I think yeah. it's the, the sugar because your blood sugar levels are so high, which mm. is why we crave like a juice or something syrupy. Yeah. And we are told that Gatorade has the electrolytes that mm. are going to help yeah. you. So it's just natural to crave that because yeah. I do the same thing. I also crave soda when I'm hungover. Oh, so really? I think it's the same that you just need something sugary. Yeah. Maybe I'm just too hungover. Yeah. Maybe you're too hungover. <laughs> I know Gatorade's like bad for you in general, but I do love it. And yeah. whenever I exercise, I, I like drinking it. Yeah. Uh, it can be tasty. It really hits the spot yeah. when I'm dehydrated. What's your favorite flavor? Lemon lime. Oh, nice. I'm straight OG lemon lime. Yeah. Um, although I had recently, um, yeah. and I think I... Oh, you, uh, you, you have a new too. favorite. You have a new favorite. A new second favorite is cu- they have cucumber I lime. I was just going to bring that and up. And it's so Actually, good. Yeah. We thought it tasted like a river. Really? Did, is that a bad a thing? River? <laughs> yeah, like not a in a river. good way. Like the, the, front of, of the front of the taste is quite funky. And it's, then the it's back ca- of it's it is quite like chemical. A, it's like a synthetic, it's yeah, like very a synthetic chemically, chemically yeah. uh, uh, cucumber, but I kind of like dirty it. water. Yeah, that's what it. That's what I <laughs> well, that's about. basically what Gatorade is. It's <laughs> chemically dirty water, that's dirty true. with sugar. That's true. Um, Ashley, do you have a fourth? So that was a booit for uh, yeah, Gatorade. That was a booit. Okay. Okay, I have one. Root it or boo it the way golfers dress. Oh, boo, boo, boo! <laughs> I can't. Big boo. You had me at golf. <laughs> <and then laughs> I guess that's something that we could have talked about. Is the way golfers are. <laughs> <laughs> well, Julie no, hates how golf. Golf is evil. <laughs> I think golf should be made illegal. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I do think it's a it's not a good sport overall. Yeah. It's uh, bad rep. Yeah, bad rep. Bad it, for the yeah. environment. It's too bad expensive. They take expensive. all the public land. They could be and land. all the water. It's historically racist point. and anti-Semitic and sexist. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess that's all we need to cover there. You don't need to do a whole episode on it. Yeah, yeah. I think we kind of <laughs> covered it right there. I mean, I enjoy hitting balls at a I driving range. I do love range. playing the game. And I guess I enjoy golfing sometimes. But, but I it's do too expensive that it's and it's not worth terrible. it. Yeah, mm, yeah, I'm with you overall. You know, I didn't even know that about you guys. Uh, that we didn't like golf? Yeah. We're, we're, we're casual. casual. We're casual. Dabbled with golf. Well, well there is. Dabble with the devil. Yeah, we have dabbled with the devil. Yeah. And there is like a, a short par three uh golf course in Los Feliz uh, hmm. or in Atwater Village actually that is fun because it's it's small and short and it only costs like 20 bucks hmm. um, and it rents clubs and it allows everyone clubs and everyone. everyone's yeah. allowed everyone's they allowed seem like lovely people <laughs> men women Doesn't of all seem like using shapes too much water. I'm busy that day I'm not <laughs> I'm feeling terrible about myself I don't know what to do <laughs> um, okay finally take me out to the ball game the song 
which is the song that everyone sings during the seventh inning stretch at all baseball games throughout all of time. Oh, that's so hard because it's you have so many memories associated with that song, and it's so fun that everyone knows that song. Uh, but it, the song itself just like sucks and is corny yeah, yeah. and gets stuck in your head. <laughs> Does it suck though? It's it's just an old song. It's just old and yeah. It doesn't have that much going for it. I guess it's like not openly racist or I mean it's like fairly new. Which is kind of an accomplishment. That's true, since considering how old uh, it is. Considering how old from when it came w- from. Where and when it came from. Yeah. It probably has like a second verse that Yeah, uh, that we don't want to know about. That I don't want to <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to keep it out of the history books. Uh I'll I'll give it a I'll give it a root. Root? An unenthusiastic root. Well, okay. Oh, hey, a we'll root is a root is a root. A root is a yeah. root. <laughs> Two roots. Just like the face painting. I'm glad that it exists in the world. Yes. I, don't, I don't like it, but I'm glad that it exists in the yes. world. That's fair. Yeah, I yeah. think that's fair. Yeah. So two rootits, three boots. That's Julie Eubank playing root it or boo it. Nice. Thank you, Julie. Thank, this is so fun. Yeah. Yay. Julie, thanks so much for coming to the Sports Sports headquarters. Thank Everyone you. should listen to this podcast. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Tell your thanks friends, tell people. Your friends. Um, Julie, is there anything, maybe a Twitter account or uh, event you're hosting at some point that you would like to get the word <laughs> out about? Uh, my GitHub handle is is Jolpen, J-U-L-P-N. You can get check Hulp? GitHub. It's where if GitHub. you can check out some code that I've written. Oh, nice. yes, yeah. yeah. Um, Master Codesmith. Yeah, uh, Julie. And uh, my Twitter is also J-U-L-P-N. I have one follower. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's that, my there's husband. only one. <laughs> also, what a generous man. Yeah, it's very kind. Um, awesome. Follow, follow for follow? I hope. Yeah, I hope he followed back. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I no. follow zero people. <laughs> um, well, Julie, thanks so much. What a delightful conversation we had just now. Um, Absolutely. Do you have anything else to say about sports? Go Eagles. Go yeah. Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ashley, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, too. I love this episode. This yeah. was great. This was great. Yeah. Let's sign off. Okay. Sports is artist. Sports is artist. Sports is artist. Sports. Artist. Sports is artist. Sports is And now, the controversial and since-forgotten second verse of Take Me Out to the Ball Game. And if not out to the ball game, take me anywhere away from those working-class German-Americans who are sneaky and clearly up to something. Their plan is to isolate themselves till they grow in numbers and strength. Then it's just a matter of time till it's God bless Deutschland instead of the state.